Oh, yeah, folks. It's been a long, cold, dark offseason, but it's me, your humble commish, 10-time sewer champion, Matt Hammerling, owner of the sewer mains, of sewer mains' most iconic team, the Madison Mad Dogs. How you doing, folks? Thanks for joining us. Tonight, I have a special treat, fresh out of the hospital with a severe case of sewer fever, the only living four-time sewer main champion, current defending sewer main champ, also current $25 sewer main or sewer mad dog champion, and current defending sewer NFL survivor co-champ, Rick Yerke. How you doing, Rick? Great. Happy to be here. Welcome, Sewer Nation. All right. How's your offseason going? Um, well, my NCAA bracket sucks. <laughs> I, think, I I don't have any Final Four teams left. I doubt most people do have for the most part, but uh, yeah. well, I mean, we're in draft season. Draft season's almost to the end, and the real deal's coming up. So we've been in draft season, and and we just finished uh, Sewer Main draft last weekend. Uh, your defending champ in that league. How do you like your chances to defend the crown, Rick? Well, of course, I'm going to tell you I like them because I do for the most part. Because um, you picked them too. You better <laughs> like them. Right. Yeah. There's most, uh, there's only one or two picks that I was kind of a little on, but I feel like a lot of times you're sacrificing one pick will affect another down the road, you know? Yeah. If you're, I don't know, like you could have picked a pitcher, but you went somewhere else, and then now you got that tier of pitchers gone. So now you, suffered a little bit so well I feel like down the line you're gonna suffer something once in a while but i don't think i really tick any like ones that i'm ashamed of by any means yeah. so um well we are sewer nations in for a treat because they are talking to the most voted uh, or the most popular team that everybody voted for liking is husher and you also tied with alabama for that and I'm, I have the second most votes. You had seven. I had six. So it seems like the people like our uh, teams, Rick. Did, did you I mean, vote for yourself? For yourself? I, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I think – who did I vote for? I voted for myself, St. Charles, and you. So congratulations. Um, I, let's go down your roster first because you are defending champ. And you went with a typical Yerke championship draft diagram. You went four hitters and then two pitchers. Who are those two pitchers that you waited on and got? Uh, well, one of them is your buddy, you Darvish. Yeah, my guy. So uh, um, <clears throat> after round three, you know, it's coming back to me around mid-round four, and I'm looking at myself and I'm saying um, – you know, who's left as far as like aces and who's who's and if there's somebody out there, would I be taking them? Would I be happy with him as my ace? And I thought there's still a handful of guys that I'd be OK with having as an ace if they were there. So I I said, screw it. I'm picking another hitter, um, which, by the way, I did last year. Now I was at the end, so I weed even longer, actually. But, um, you know, I picked four hitters first four rounds last year. Yeah. And like I said, I was at the end of the draft, so it's a little bit different. But uh, I was kind of going into here saying, all right, for sure it's going to be three rounds. But 
depending on what that fourth round looks like, could be another hitter or it could be a pitcher. So I decided to wait and I was happy giving Darvish because I really think that the people in front of him that got picked, he's just good if not better than some of those guys. Yeah. Um, and then I got rode on after that. So as long as the health now it looks like he might be missing a little bit longer than what they're saying, but Oh, I thought he was back um, end of April. Is that different since I looked? Oh, the end of April? Yeah, no, I guess that maybe not too far off. I thought they Is were he only throwing yet? Like two or three starts, but... Oh, okay. Um, but well, anyways, I mean, I, as long as he has no setbacks, I'm, I'll be fine with that. I got, I think I can supplement other pitchers slash some middle relievers to help with those innings, whatever the case is, until yeah. he comes, so... Well, let's break it down. You you started out. You had the seventh pick. You took uh, Tucker. Was that that's who I mocked at taken? Is was there any wavering on that, or were you a Tucker guy early? Uh, it was Tucker for the most part. I honestly think if Jordan Alvarez was fully healthy, yeah, he, I would have strongly considered him actually because that's he's a he has a typical Husher profile for four star categories and. No speed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Betts crossed my mind a little bit, but uh, I don't know. He is kind of older, so a um, little more injury prone, too. So I don't really want to – I mean, I think where he went at 10 or whatever is just fine, of course. But, uh, no, I went with Tucker, who's got a little bit of a bum ankle, but he'll be ready for opening day. So, let's <clears throat> just – First round, real quick. I went Otani first pick. Um, Appleton went J Ram. Uh, he'd been going J Ram early in a lot of drafts, so that's who I kind of thought he'd take. Atlanta gets Acuna. Bama goes Turner, which was a little bit of a surprise. I thought he might go J Rod. Uh, J Rod goes very next to the Kansas Boozers. Um, then Mars, who is historically offensively challenged, shall we say, takes Aaron Judge. That might help his cause. You go Tucker. Uh, the only sewer rookie, Panhandle Poppycox, go Juan Soto, who I hit at four last year and was horrible. Uh, Soto, I don't, I'm not taking much of Soto at all. And for him, that, hurt. him, oh yeah, the oblique. For him to have that, as bad a year as he had last year and only dropped four spots, that's, that's not a proper penalty. Um, Jordan goes to Maribel. Jones takes bets at 10. Then Machado goes to Charlotte. Vlad Jr. goes to St. Charles. Uh, Baraboo takes the first pitcher, Garrett Cole. And then Downers Grove, as you did last year, takes Freddie Freeman. And that's the first round. Yeah, and then he took Devers, which I also did last year. Yeah, that's the first time that's ever happened, to have two repeat picks on the turn. Um, Glad to be a part of that. Yeah. Another, another sewer record I hold. Actually, I look. I looked it up, and uh, I looked up every time the fourteen and fifteen, the the bottom turn went hitter hitter, and it actually, except for one time, is a very successful uh, endeavor. Yeah, my brother did Tejada and Giambi in '03, and I did Story and Bryce Harper in '19, and uh, you did it last year, and you won the championship. So a lot of success for that. With that. <laughs> So, your second pick was Austin Riley at 22 overall. He kind of fell longer than some people thought. Were you happy to get Riley? Uh, I, I was, actually. Um, 
you know, I was kind of, kind of wanted a third baseman early. I don't, I know it's kind of not uh, shy that third basemen are kind of weak this year after you hit a certain level. So yeah. um, I went to took another one, let's put it that way. I mean, I went to took Arenado there. I think that would have been too early. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. I might've took uh, Simeon was, was, I was thinking about there. Yeah. Um, and actually, if Burns would have fell one more spot, I probably would have took Burns there. Wow, would have won um, pitcher, eh? Yeah, I, like I said, but um, so actually, after Bobby Witt went, and I'm like, all right, I'm either taking Burns or Burns and Riley were the two picks, probably to be honest yeah. with you. But Simeon was a consideration, um, because like I said, second base, I'm not really liking second base this year either. So hence yeah. why I went Jazz in the third. You did go jazz in the third. That's I was a little surprised. Um, are you big on him, or you just like the value there at second base? Was Albies uh, a consideration, or both? I think he has major upside, but I, I, I think uh, I kind of said is I think my team's gonna go as Jazz goes this year. Oh yeah, so you'd say he's your pivotal pivotal player, your fulcrum, if you will. I think so. Makes sense. Oh. So. What if he gets hurt like he always does? Who's your Who's your backup? You know, <laughs> uh, my backup second baseman. Oof, yeah, that could be ugly. Um, <laughs> well, it's hard to say because I oh, got you got a lot DJ. of guys that have like multi-position eligibility. Yeah, um, it could be Luis Arias, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Lemayhu. I don't know how much. He'll uh, yeah, I'd move him around. He's got two or three positions that he's eligible to. I'd have to do some shuffling, but uh, probably one of them too. So, And then you discussed your, your dilemma in round four. You end up getting a power bat, Kyle Schwarber. Um, is Obviously, he's a great player, but is batting average concerned for in, in Husherland this year? A little bit, but I think the shift will help a little bit with that. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to help with, obviously – a lot of people, especially the guys that they really play a big shift on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's a, a little bit of a concern overall for me is batting average, but not a huge concern. A little bit of a concern, but not a deal-breaking by any chance. Yeah. I think. So, all right. And then you will go Darvish and Rodon. I passed on Darvish for Christian Javier. Um my brother passed on Darvish for Gossman. Were those two? Would you rather have those than Darvish, or is that all wash for you? Would I rather have who? Javier or Gossman? Um, honestly, I think I would have took Darvish over them two. Uh, yeah. I think I would take Javier over Gossman, but yeah, if it came between them two. Um, all right. Yeah. And then you got your you got in at the back end of a closer run. You took Helsley in the seventh. And then another another closer doesn't go for a while. For uh, me or, or somebody else? For the league. Clay Clay Holmes went sixteen picks later, then Kenley, and then um Felix Bautista went in the ninth. Yeah. But, uh, the wall I heard I heard Helsley's not pitching on back-to-back days. Did you hear that? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, they're saving them for the season. It's all good. Yeah. Closer, we know the closer situation in general. 
whatever it looks like at the beginning of the year is not even close to what it's going to look like by the end of the year. So you so, waited and got Christian Walker as your first baseman. That was nice. Which I love, by the way. Yeah. I think you might have three shares of him in seven yeah. Super Leagues. I think that's the tight for the most. Yes, I have. I have that list whenever that topic comes up. But, yes, okay, he is cool. – uh, yeah, I like him this year. <laughs> then we get to your pick so, where I might – it might be your first pick I don't like from you, Rick. It's yeah, uh, Brian. Chris Bryant, 119 I do have overall. that as a list of picks that I don't really love either. Yeah. Were you just um, – Gonna take the best outfielder there, no matter what, or was that the was that the idea? Uh, yeah, I guess kind of. I mean, I don't know. Colorado's always luring, but he's always an injury risk. So I, yeah, I mean, I got two or I got probably three or four guys that uh, injury wise, I'm I'm slightly concerned about if I do take hits from them. Yeah, him being one of them, but I think I don't know. Looking back, I might have took Renfro instead, but. Maybe Castellanos. I think after this year's done, a lot of people are going to say, "I wish I took Renfo." I think my brother's one of them. I happen, I happen to get him. So, yeah, I'm happy with that. Well, he is a he is a main sewer champion. So, yes, that he is. This, despite his two homers on my bench last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you go pitching with Sale and Jaymont. Jaymont just seems like a a Yerky kind of pitcher. Like it's, I don't know if you've always had him, but he just seems to be your kind of guy. Uh, yeah, I had him last year. I was really high on him last year, and when he went to St. Louis, he didn't disappoint either. So, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be pretty good. He has a good offense behind him. I mean, he should get a lot of wins and fairly good ratios. Not a big K guy, but yeah, might yeah um, might get wins too. Yeah. Um. Then you go Ian Happ. It's pretty vanilla there. Former, you've had him before, right? Yeah, you're not. La- I don't think it was last year, but maybe the year before. And your next, your next pick took turn. Or I don't know what the phrase is. <laughs> Upset Charlotte because he wanted him really bad. Uh, Tyler oh. Stevenson. Yeah, it's actually uh, picked the catcher a little bit longer than I, or a little bit quicker than they usually do. Yeah. Um, but I was kind of just you know once I go along where I have all my. You know, I had all my infield. I had uh, what three? I had four four outfields already. Also, so I'm like, I'm just looking at the other categories. And I'm like, you know, there's a couple of guys I kind of really liked um, in different spots, and he he was one of them as the catcher. You know, and I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, there's once again, right, a little injury prone, but I think he's, I think he can be really good too. Yeah, he might play every day too. It. Because you can play different, or he'll play first right. base on that too. So, yeah. So anytime you get a catcher that can have some little extra eligibility is always usually a good thing. So, and then you uh, went pitcher again, Patrick Sandoval, another kind of uh, innings guy like Jaymont. Um, what do you think? Is, what do you think Sale does this year? You think he's Chris Sale, or you think he's just another guy this year? I think he's Chris Sale, but. Another injury guy, right? I mean, yeah. You know, I'm sounding like a broken record here, but well, um, he's got a kind I mean, of different. Kind of, he had weird injuries last year, like not yeah. And I think he's, yeah, he's had a really good spring, if I remember. If I remember looking at that right, right. So yeah, I mean, I, it's on Boston, who I don't think the offense is going to be nearly as good this year. So you know, wins might be a little bit of a problem, but 
wins yeah. are like the last thing I'm really worried about as far as getting or not. It's kind of, that's these days that's really tough anyways because guys are only going into the sixth inning a lot of times and right a lot of crap happens in the next three four innings that changes the outcome of all that stuff so not really concerned there that much all right we're just gonna uh speed up on your uh roster here you took ezekiel tovar in the 17th sniped him from me i was hoping to get him there uh yeah my my starting shortstop so he uh oh that's right you you waited long for shortstop. I did. I did wait for long for a shortstop. A lot of people had two by the time you picked Tovar. Yeah. You know, I thought of um, taking him. I I had I could have took him. Uh, my previous pick. I ended up going. Eh, I took Boyd and Myers. I could have waited on Boyd and take Tovar. That really would have. That really would have stuck it to you. Yeah, I would have probably took. Uh, <laughs> I, to I probably would have took Bryson Stott then. <laughs> well, your starting shortstop probably would have been Luis Urias, right? But yes, that was up I think there. I mean, they're talking up this Tovar guy, so we'll see. He could be good. I was, you know, hits and cores and should steal some bases. Yeah, yeah. Um, then you took Christian Vasquez, another pick I didn't like. The second pick I could say I didn't like, or maybe it was just too early, but you took Carlos Estevez in the 21st. Um, defend your pick, Rick. Well, I'll just tell you that from what I heard, he was pretty much going to get the first crack at saves. So at that point, you look at all the people who have, you know, I'm not the one that usually goes chasing very much, but um, when I kind of heard that he, I heard that he pretty much had the job. I'm like, well, I kind of need to get a second guy that at least has Somewhat a saves. Yeah, I don't really like his ratios that much. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. His spring has not been that great. His spring has been horrible. But, but, my boy Phil Nevin, who's an ex-Husher player, by the way. Who's That's the current, true. Current manager of the Angels, says that he believes in him and will get <laughs> you know, a lot, uh, lot of high-leverage situations. So, really, yeah, it's not the greatest pick, but I thought that I needed somebody that at least had a potential for some more saves. So that's why I did it. So, yeah, it wasn't the sexiest pick. I'm not going to lie there, but uh, so his head coach said she has faith in him, and you right. and you and you bought into it. Nice. Yeah. Well, I got <laughs> faith he... in Phil Nevin, so I have to. That <laughs> just goes downhill. Well, my point is maybe Phil Nevin is just saying that. Maybe Phil he, Nevin. He not... could. <laughs> but. But maybe did he did he say this like to reporters or did he text you and say this? Uh, <laughs> he said it to reporters. Okay, yeah. I can't say what he told me behind closed doors, but <laughs> yeah, probably a lot of memories of thinking back to two thousand. Yeah, he was a. Uh, I think one year he was. I think that was like an argument that he was a catcher, but he wasn't playing catcher. Yeah, it was legit. He qualified for catcher, and he set some. He set. He had a very good year for catchers. It's probably I know. it's probably historical somewhere. And I remember I remember like people or somebody, I don't remember who was probably you, Steve, somebody who was bitching about that or something that <laughs> probably but now Steve. It's funny Steve likes to bitch about a lot. He's bitching well, about Otani this year already. Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh Justin Steele, Michael Brantley for you in the twenty third. Uh Rafael Montero, that's a solid pick. Uh, Michael Waka, Elias Diaz, you stole from me. That's going to be a nice. He's going to be a nice uh, platoon bat in at the catcher position. He's your third catcher, I believe, right? 
Uh, yep. Yeah. Then you got Edward Olivares. He's pretty <laughs> good. And then, this is one of my worst picks of the draft. Adam Wainwright, 28th round. Come on. Um, there's no such thing as a bad pick in the 28th round. You, this is the Patrick Corbin of last year. You, you're oh, going to be like, no, that's... your defense is going to be like, well, I hardly played him. It's like, well, then why'd you pick him? But no, the defense is, uh, he's, uh, what is he? What is he? My my seventh starter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but you need seven starters. You're going to be starting seven guys, and he's he's topping out like 85 miles per hour. That's why he's in. He's on the injury list because he sucks. <laughs> I'd be surprised if he even plays. Do you see his split stats last year? His split stats at home were freaking phenomenal. But right, so I'll pitch him at home. All right, but if he can get away with throwing 84 at home, God bless him. But I don't think they'll even put him in a game if he's topping out. At a higher mound, he'll be able to push off more. <laughs> um, and hey, let's put it this way: there's going to be so many pitchers that are going to be picked up this year. Uh, he's the last of my worries. Yeah, all right. I got Cole. I got Cole Irvin right behind him, who I actually like. I actually like him. Too. You get another home split guy. You can start him at home. Yeah. Um, and then you started getting your guys. You got. Kyle Farmer and John Schreiber, who you have multiple shares of. Yeah, I like I like Schreiber. I think he could. Uh, if Jansen goes down, I think he could possibly close there. Yeah, he's got the he's got the ratios to do it. Another pick I like. Wow, you got this is your third. This is your fourth Rocky hitter, Elaharius Montero. I like this guy spring. too. Yeah, he could. They're saying his defense sucks at third, but he could play DH. He could even play first base. So I think if it's a good you, pick. Hey, if you hit 50 homers, don't worry about your D. Yeah. <laughs> um, ooh, and another pick I like. Um, what do you think? We went slow draft after round 28. Do you like having a slow draft portion and just recollecting yourself and being able to dive deep on some guys? Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind that. Yeah. I mean, some. I, I think it's kind of good because really when you get in these rounds, you're trying to find someone that's, uh, you know, obviously you're trying to find a steal right late in the draft. So it gives you a little, a little bit more time, I guess. Yeah. To try to hunt that down as opposed to the draft kind of speeding up kind of quick. Yeah. And no, I like it. Steve, yeah. Atlanta was whining about it, of course, because he felt that some of the picks that were made in the slow draft weren't, we usually draft 30. Um, live, but we only drafted 28 maybe, because or maybe 27 because it was getting so late. Steve was saying that if it was a live draft, people wouldn't have been making the deeper picks of guys that, you know, he wanted, that he would have drafted in the live draft. So... Ah, oh, jeez. There exactly. goes Steve again. Exactly. Well, when, when, it, doesn't, it doesn't benefit one person or another. Right. So, you took another pick I like, Eddie Rosario in 33rd. Yeah, he had laser eye surgery over yeah. over the year. Apparently, he can see now, and that helps hitting. So, yeah, that does help hitting. Um, I don't know why he took this next guy, Anthony Bass, when my guy Romano is going to lock down the saves. And because he was just a good reliever last year, I'm not out at this point. I wasn't looking at getting somebody who's going to yeah. potentially get saves, but I mean, he's probably the next guy up on saves. Not that Romano's going to—I don't think he's going to lose a job or anything. But if Toronto wins a lot. There's going to be right. days that Romano might not, um, might not pitch, you know, three days in a row or whatever, and he might be the guy to try to get a save. But he, I mean, he had good ratios last year. I was, I was just looking for a good middle reliever to give me some good stats. So I'm not, I'm fine with that. 
right. And your last pick was John Paxton, who I was eyeing up in my last round pick. I ended up going uh, Lewisica. But Paxton's throwing. He seems like a lot of upside for a guy in round 35. Yeah. So, well, let's – what are your favorite – we're doing the best three picks from every team and the worst three picks. Um, what would you say those are for your team? And then we'll move on to some other teams. Uh, well, actually, I – so I did a best and worst from every team, but I, I didn't really do three. But I guess if you want three, I can – No, that's fine. Three. Just tell me what you got. Two – or what, top one is fine. Top one? Yeah, your best – your your best draft pick and your worst draft pick. Uh, oof. I got so many good ones. Where do you start? <laughs> um, I think Christian Walker. I think I got him kind of late. I don't know. A little me, bit late, I think. I really like him this year. Let um, me look this up. I like him because you got him after – Hoskins after Vinny P after Nathan Lowe, but I probably like Walker more than all those guys. And I think, I think uh, there wasn't another first baseman drafted for thirty-one picks after you took Walker. So definitely the end of a tier there. Yeah, see, Crone was the next one. Looks yeah. like. Yep. But and then Tellez was, and then Rizzo. Yeah. yeah, I'd much rather have Walker. Um. So, yeah, what about your one pick that you're most um, I mean, about? Yo. You back, Rick? You're talking about Chris Bryant? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, I think Chris Bryant was, is probably my worst one. But like I said, I'm not, like, I'm not losing sleep over it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think obviously, I think I think he does have upside, but his health is always his damn back is always a question mark. We'll see. He's been healthy so far this spring, so and well, he's he hit a dinger just the other day, at least. So, yay. <laughs> um, well, let's transition to the twenty twenty three champion, the Madison Mad Dogs. Uh, what do you think of my draft, Rick? Have you looked it over closely? Uh, I mean, I, yeah, you're one of the teams that I liked. Um, did you vote for me in the poll? I think I did. Okay. I might have not did it because I had a spite. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm not really in love with your pitching staff, but I guess it's suffice. Yeah. Um. I think Garrett Whitlock's gonna be really good this year. Okay. Um Well let's I run think, down I think I think I have him as your best pick, by the way, but Oh really? Well I think so. Well my staff is Otani, Javier. I, I do forget about Otani, so I, yeah. yeah. He's kind of my ace. Um Charlie Morton, Reed Detmers, Drew Rasmussen, Matthew Boyd. That was kind of a polarizing pick. Uh, Eflin, Finnegan, Whitlock, Savali, and a couple mid-relievers after that. Oh, Clark Schmidt. Um, I like it. I think it's pretty strong at the top. I think I'll get plenty of Ks. I think Detmer's going to break out, to be honest with you. Um, been saying that for a couple of years. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, he's he's crushing it in spring, and there's a couple guys that are saying he's got good new pitches and stuff. So, um, 
I'm a little worried about my closers. I got Romano and Kyle Finnegan, who I think Finnegan will be get the get the saves, but Washington sucks. And I mean, I don't know. Dude, most people only have like one good close. Really? After that, it's kind of suspect. And there's, there's a couple people that do have two solid closers for now, but we all know that carousel is going to change. Yeah. Over. I know Bama's got four guys that will get saves. I'm not saying they're the main guys, but they, there's right. four. He's got four. So, um, so let's touch on the Otani controversy that my brother stirred up. He says that Otani should be a there should be two separate Otanis, one for hitting, one for pitching. This has not been an option on fan tracks until like a day before the draft. So obviously we weren't going to do that. But he's he said Otani's too big of an advantage, and he should be split into two players. Do you have a strong opinion on that? I would say a strong, and I don't know. I could be it could be a biased opinion because if I had him, obviously I'd be arguing against it. <laughs> well, it's not going to change um, for this year because it wasn't an yeah. option. But I'm talking no, I know that um, years down the next year. I mean, I know most leagues that you have him, he's kind of one or the other. But uh, well, that's just because it's weekly. That's not because it's right. Um, yeah, that's the only reason that is right. But nonetheless, it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, no, I mean, I really don't care. It'll be more yeah. fun. To, it'll be more fun to beat you with him. <laughs> I think it'd be a fun scenario where if he was two separate players, I think the same team could draft him pretty easily because I think. Like second round hitter, third round pitcher, I think I think could be a scenario. I think he's gonna pitch I think he's gonna win the Cy Young this year, so he might not last the third round next year, but Yeah, you just wonder um, if that's you just wonder if that's too much for him, but we'll see. True, Does he just DH only? Right. I don't I'm not sure if he's played the outfield. I don't think he has. No. Um that's his natural position, but right. Um, just that they don't want him getting hurt. So, but, um, I don't know. I like having him as one player. I don't think having a rule for one person is just cause he's good. I don't think that's a, an American thing to do. Um, and I just think, yeah, he had a great year last year, but he could have not. And then there wouldn't even be a controversy. And this has been the way it's been for, for, for four years and nobody whined about it. All of a sudden he does, he has a good year and people whining about it. So. I don't really like it, to be honest that's with you. At, that's Atlanta, so we've well, come to live a, with. It's not just Atlanta; it's no. a couple people. So, like I said, it'll be more fun to beat you with them. Yeah, I'm up for the challenge. I agree. So, just to run down the uh, the roster here: Otani, Goldschmidt, Lindor. Was that you giving me shit about Lindor, or is that my no. brother? I like okay. I like Lindor. So my roster could use more speed, but Christian Javier, I took him over Darvish. I don't know. I almost took Darvish because I've had Darvish four years already. And this would be the fifth, which would be tied for the most with you and Derek Lowe. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Appleton and um, uh, who's that pitch? Fuck. Who's that pitcher on the twins? That was really good. Johan Santana? Yeah, Johan. Good good fetch. Yeah. Um I remember he was really into him. 
so then I took so I took Christian, then I took Springer. I could have had to ask her Hernandez. Who do you like better out of those two, Springer or Hernandez? Who? <sighs> uh... Task are just a little bit, but yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be offended by either if it was pick. I mean, I did something I usually don't like doing, and I went. I like them both a lot, and I have tail everywhere. So I went Springer to kind of even that out. Sure. Um, which I'm not a really fan of doing that, but I'm I'm more of a get your guy kind of guy, and if he's yeah. good, then you're gonna crush every every league you're in. But I like Springer just as much. So sure. And then I went Fair. Salvador Perez in the sixth. Rick, I haven't gone a catcher earlier than round 13 in recorded draft history. And I went Salvador Perez in the sixth. Um, in 2017, I went Wellington Castillo in the 13th. Do you remember that guy? Uh, Baltimore, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, Baltimore and, I, and the Nationals, I believe. But um, – I took I took him in one league this year. I don't know which one it is. Might be a best. Uh, I don't know if it was best ball. Or Wellington not, Castillo. But... He's not. No, no, no. Oh, Salvador no, no, Perez. Perez. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't think he's in the league anymore, buddy. Uh, he's in the league. Then Joel Mauer's still in the league. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I watched Salvador play in the WBC, crushing doubles down the line. And I'm like, all right, this guy's still a beast. I'm gonna take him, and I'm glad I did. Uh, and I got Jordan Romano. I have five shares of him in sewer leagues. That's kind of scary. I like to kind of spread out my relievers. Right. Um, shares. Um, and then I got two guys I got everywhere. Taylor Ward and Hunter Renfro. Yeah, you have been picking a lot of him, I've noticed. Both what of do them. You think of, what do you think of Ward? I think Ward's going to be pretty decent this year. I, I like that pick. Yeah. I got four Angels hitters. I got uh, Otani. Ward, Renfro, and Rendon. Ooh, I like the Yeah. I think yeah. I think LA's gonna have a good year this year. Uh I got Cronenworth just to get a second baseman. Charlie Morton. Um then at the turn I went Detmers and Rasmussen, which made me pretty excited. And I I think it was Alabama who's he either really liked that those picks or really hated those picks, one of the two. But he made a comment about it. Um I don't know. Pretty vanilla after that. Um, Except except for your boy, Garrett Mitchell. Oh, Whitlock, you mean? Oh, Garrett Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah, I took him in the 18th. Yeah, I like him, too. I needed speed. He's pretty much – I got a couple guys who steal 15. I'm hoping Mitchell will go crazy for, like, 30 or something. Yeah, you're hoping another John Birdie scenario, huh? Hope so. I need it. Actually, my John Birdie scenario is Zach Veen. I took him in the 34th, so – He's when he gets on base, he usually steals two bases. But uh, sure, he's not. In the, uh, is he going to be making the majors? No, not at a camp. He'll be. Oh. He'll be coming up in the middle of the year. You know, it's but, weird. Uh, I'm click, I'm clicking on these guys' names, and it's coming up like Fanchex must be screwed up. That's a Grand Prix guy. Yeah. <laughs> like Max versus Stappen. Like every time I click on these guys' names, this every guy keeps guy? coming up. Yeah. It is weird. But anyways. 
they do have fantasy grand prix maybe they're just pushing that product on you <laughs> well, that's a pretty good way of doing it every time you click on something bring up the thing. <laughs> and you're like fine i'll just fucking play right fantasy grand prix <laughs> yeah um, do our grand prix next year yeah <laughs> um I like my Clark Schmidt pick. Apparently, he's going to be the number two starter there because of so many injuries. Um, I got Gritchick, who's injured. I think he'll be good when he comes up. Christian Encarnacion Strand. You know that guy? Uh, I I think I read about him a little bit. It's a beast. I wouldn't know because when I click on him, I get the Grand Prix guy. So yeah. He's uh yeah, he's big power here. Reminds me of Aristides Aquino, who's in Japan right now, I think. Oh Aquisto uh, or whatever. How do you, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Aquino. Um so yeah, I like my team. I think I'm gonna contend. Obviously I need uh injury, health, luck, as does everybody. Um so you what was your what was your Whitlock was my your favorite pick? What was your worst pick for the Madison Mad Dogs? I think it was Boyd, actually. Yeah, I took him early, probably earlier than I had to, but I, I didn't want to miss out on him. So hey, you take your guys, you take your guys. We'll yeah, see. I can't argue with that. Let's go down. Let's run through uh, Appleton real quick. Um, he, of course, had the horrible luck of having Reese Haskins go down. And yeah. Oops. I don't know who's gonna. Oh, he's got Torkelson to replace him right now. I don't think. Yeah. That's, I don't think that's great. Maybe there's some free agents out there. Are you looking to pick up anybody when free agency opens Monday? Or are you good? Uh, as of now, I think I am not. Yeah. But. But as of this time, we're not playing on it. Yeah, me neither. Um, his replacement, Derek Hall, was actually drafted. So. Appleton's SOL on that. What uh, on the draft? He took J Ram for second pick. Then he took Woodruff, Arosa Reina, uh, Julio Urias. He got Teo when I passed on him for Springer. Then Hoskins. Hoskins at eighty three. Even before the injury, I didn't really like that pick. I wasn't. I have zero shares of Reese Hoskins because yeah. I like Vinny P better. I like Nate. Little better. I like Christian Walker better. Oh yeah, I agree. I don't have any share of him either. Yeah. Um. They took Correa, Kenley, Severino, who's also injured. Oh my goodness, Appleton. But so, I, I actually like Severino a lot this year. Yeah. At the time, I think that I actually had that as his best pick. But oh wow, that might that might already come back to bite him. I like his Lozardo pick. Then he got Stanton. Then he got Seawald. I like that pick as well. He took Von Grissom, who fell after getting demoted. That guy's uh, nickname should be SeaWorld. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Grissom. Uh, uh, I don't know. That's that's the one I didn't like, and the only reason why I know the guy's got talent, but if you you read on him, he they do not like his defense at all. Yeah. And, well, they sent them down. Do you know that? Right. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's kind of why I kind of put it as a bad pick because there was a lot of talk that, you know, with his bad D that he wasn't going to do anything anyways, at least not yeah. right away. 
Um, that would be a shame. Because he has to play shortstop because Albie's at second. So he's either good enough to play shortstop or he can't play. So maybe Albie's will get hurt or something. But uh, McNeil, J.D. Martinez, Hunter Brown, Bellinger in the 17th. That's a pure upside play. That might work out. But... I thought about him. Yeah, he was in play for me at that point. Um, yeah, I think he's got four shares of Bellinger, too. Appleton, props to Appleton, played in every sewer league this year. First time he did that. So it's me, him, and Scarlett this year playing all, playing all 16. Rick, you actually went down in, in leagues this year. I think you're only playing seven. What's going on? Well, you uh, you ousted me in Mad Dog, so. No, that whole league was contracted, though. What do you mean? That league doesn't exist anymore. The $25 one. Oh. It's only a $50 one. Well, that... Just because I win, you want to change the league? What the hell? Because we have exciting new formats. I didn't want to repeat. I didn't want to repeat. Have two Mad Dogs for no reason. Oh, you guys put gladiators, don't you? Yeah, but one's a sewer league and one's not. One's not officially sanctioned sewer league. Oh, I didn't even notice and, that. And those Mad Dogs take uh, – the live one is not a sanctioned league. The slow one is. But those oh. Mad Dogs take a long time, you know, and they're they're complicated. You can't – and you, especially you making six bad picks every time. <laughs> <laughs> um. Back to Appleton, he took – after Bellinger, he took Stott, Langoliers, Sir Anthony, who I like. He's got three guys who get saves. Torkelson, have to come up big. Alec Thomas, he's got in multiple leagues. Uh, my like, – I don't know if it's my favorite pick, but a good pick was – he took Domingo German in the 30th round. I like that pick. I had him a couple years ago. I was high on him, and he never panned out. He had 17 wins for me in uh, 2017, so I like him. What um what were your favorite and least favorite picks out of him? Well, Grissom was the bad one, I think. Yeah. And uh I, th- I think like I said, I think I like Severino. I've liked him a lot this year, but it already makes me yeah. nervous that he's already hurt. I don't know what's going on with that. Do you think a team in a competitive league such as this with limited pickups can compete after having He's got the Haskins injury. He's got the Severino injury. He's got Grissom being in, starting off in the minors. I mean, what's, wrong, that, with, that, what's that, wrong with Kenley Jansen? Oh, is something wrong with him? I don't know. I haven't he's got a red. He's got a red flag next to him. Oh, I did read something. He has like just a stomach bug. He's fine. Oh, okay. So, can a team compete after taking three, or at least two, bad hits early in the year? I think you can, but obviously the stars got a line. Yet your pickups are going to have to be big, at least a couple of them. Yeah, and you're going to probably get some. You're probably going to have to have a couple of players that come out of nowhere and, um, I don't know, way overperform what you thought they were going to. So, right, yeah, yeah that's maybe, possible. Maybe Bellinger is that guy for him. Yeah, maybe maybe Torkelson's that guy for him. I think he was a number one pick one back in the day. I think. Yeah, and if Lazardo pitches out of his world or something. Which is a possibility. Right. I mean, he's got Hunter Brown, but he's he's slightly banged up too. Oh, yeah. I um, I don't have anything, any reason to support this. Just a, a feeling. Just my gut is I think J-Ram's going to have a disappointing year. I kind of sort of agree with that. Really? 
yeah, I don't really have any reason to back it up. He's had bad years in the past. I think in 17 or 18, he just he just absolutely fell apart for like half the year. Um, obviously, he's great, 30-30 potential guy, but I don't know. I just have a bad feeling. I've been staying away from him. Wasn't uh, Didn't the second half of last season he kind of struggle? Yeah, I think he, but that was injury related. I think oh, he had a bad okay. think, thumb or something. I don't know. But uh, so where Appleton? You put him in the top half or the bottom half this year? Uh, uh, I don't think I don't think I liked his team very much. If I remember right, yeah. I think he's got. Uh, I like his his relievers. Um, I don't know. I don't just these injuries. I can't. I can't sign off on injuries certainly. But um, Appleton's a gamer. He can give up. He's going to post the lineup every day. So yeah, he's going to have to ride the Bellinger train. Ooh, Yepes got. He has Yepes, who was sent to the minors sent as down. well. Yeah. Probably bad. not a starter anyways, but bad bad breaks for Appleton already. All right. Let's keep let's keep this in the family and go to Charlotte. Um Charlotte, don't you are you going down the draft board or where are you going here? Or I'm random? Randomly. Oh, okay. But All right. Richter's Richter's brother Charlotte. Who is in also all the leagues this year. Props to him. I, I, like, I like Charlotte's team. Yeah, I kind of like the way he started for sure. Machado, Bichette, Michael Harris, Cease, Swanson, and Ray. I like waiting on pitching and getting those two pitchers specifically. They they both could get 230Ks. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's – and Ray's been crushing the spring. His velo is up. Um. Yeah, I like that's a hell of a start. Bichette and Harris will steal bases. Swanson will throw in bases. Very good start in Charlotte, I think. Um, then he goes Santander, MJ Melendez, who I like. I like Santander as well. And then he goes Kershaw, and then he goes Giolito. I don't like who, the Kershaw pick. You don't? No. Okay, I think it's fine. Um, I think it's a solid ratio guy. I think Giolito, you said your fulcrum was, uh, who'd you say it was? Not Bryant. Was it Bryant? Jazz. Oh, Jazz. I think for Charlotte, it's Giolito. If you get Ace Giolito as your fourth pitcher, you're going to be, you're going to have a good year. Yeah. I was kind of targeting him. Um, yeah, I would have. I probably would have took him soon if he wouldn't have been taken. But yeah, uh, bounce back somewhat this year. Well, and then he goes closer with Bednar. Got his next. Got Andres Munoz, who I don't really like. I don't think he's going to get saves. To be honest with you, I think it's Seawald's job. I don't think he's going to get – I think he's going to get some save. I think they're going to – from what I've been hearing, because I heard actually the Seattle's – I think it was the GM that was on the radio talking. And it sounds like Seawall is going to get most of the first cracks, but like if the um, like the three, four, and five hitters come up in the ninth, 
Yeah. I think it'll be Munoz that gets the call. Okay. So, and I mean, the guy had some pretty lights out stats last year. True. Pretty darn good. True. And guys so did Seawald. Uh, true. And uh, not an overpowering pitcher, but this guy is. So yeah, he's also battling a foot injury, though. So I'm not, I'm not huge on Munoz. Yeah. Has been going ahead of Seawald in most drafts, certainly early drafts, which I was happy to scoop up Seawald late. Sure. But uh, I think that's it. He might struggle with saves. I think he's just got Bednar and Munoz, and Bednar is always on the rumor mill to get traded to a contender. So yeah, that'll, that'll depend if he's going to be the closer there, or is he just going to be like a Right, Depending. bolster the bullpen somewhere, kind of guy. He also waited on first base and got Tellez. Um, I think it was Josh Rojas, Tony Gonsolin. Yeah, he he Hanover. stole he stole Tellez from Maribel, by the way. Oh, really? Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maribel gets stuck with Rizzo. <laughs> yeah, because he he texted me and he's like, uh, he's like, unless I get my guy, and then all of a sudden he took me. He's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I like a good snipe when it doesn't happen to me. Um, he got your boy Mikolas in the 18th round. That's I thought that was pretty late for Mikolas. I thought that was good value. Yeah. I'm surprised you passed on him a couple times when you did. Uh, shit. It, those two rounds where Mikolas is hanging right around, I didn't have a shortstop then, so I kind of yeah. had, <laughs> had to make that a priority at that point. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, was it Charlotte bragging about all the porn stashes he had on his team? Because he had Nicolas. I don't know who else has one. Uh, maybe maybe Cease has one too. Oh, Cease has one? Yeah, it must have yeah. been him. Yeah, it was him. So, sweet. Then um, you got Jonah Heim, who I like. Pretty late, 21st round. Um. I like Nick, maybe Nick Martinez, maybe very last pick. Um, Friedel in 30th round might be good. He had a lot of just um, position fillers at the end, at trying to get at bats and such. So, yeah, I think the, but man, did he start out? It's not like his draft fell off, but I just like his start, man. His first eight picks, fucking fire, dude. Yeah. I loved every one of those picks. Actually, my um, first eight. My first eight will compete with his first eight, but then Brian's my ninth. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually did not vote for Charlotte as one of the three teams I like, but when oh. I started looking at his team, I actually gave yeah. him an arrow up because I like his. Uh, I like his. Yeah, team. I, picked, I picked him. Yeah. Good. 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 Let's go to. Uh, you want to talk about Atlanta? You want to get this out of the way? I love to talk Atlanta. Oh boy, Steve's not here to defend himself now. Uh, he well. went. Look at this. He's copying you, Rick. He went four hitters and then two pitchers. Yeah, just like you did. He, he knows. He knows. Closer seventh, just like you did. You know, you know what problem is? My guys are way better than his. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he goes Acuna at three, which. If I didn't take Otani and it wasn't a daily league, Acuna was at the top of my board. Um, yeah, he got he got good value there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
he was actually thinking judge all preseason, and I I didn't tell him this, but I'm like, okay, good luck with that. Um, yeah, I like Acuna. I mean, when Albie says he can hit 40-40, I don't believe him, but when he says Acuna could hit 50-50, I kind of do believe him. Yeah, didn't he say somebody on that team was going to hit 30-30 too? Michael Harris. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But uh, he goes Simeon second. Um, I would feel an Appleton would have took him if Steve didn't. I might have too, honestly. Um, then he goes Arenado. If I, if, I, if I was you, I would have. Yeah. You would have Simeon and Lindor. That's pretty good combination. Yeah. There. I'm glad I got Goldsmith though. That's my only share, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to play the first baseman game late, so I'm I'm fine with how it went down. But yeah. um, um, Arenado at 31 kind of jumped him, but he was definitely the last stud third baseman. Yeah, look at look at the gap between. Oh no, I guess Gunner. Oh, I guess there's a couple on there. Scotty Gunner went uh, really early. Yeah. Bregman and Gunder Henderson, but other than that, then it drops off for a while. Um, then he went Corbin Carroll, which I liked. Really? There's people saying because I have him as my I have him as my not good pick. Really? Yeah, Um, I think that's. Is he going to be good? He could be. He very well could be. But fourth round, I man. Well, he wasn't going to last till the fifth round, or. Maybe for Stevie would have, but not he wouldn't have lasted much longer than when Steve took him. Well, I'll tell you that. I just think he's a little bit overvalued in my opinion, but we'll see. Perhaps I think he's more of a, a speed guy. If he hits twenty home runs and steals how he can steal, he's the fastest player in the majors. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I like oh, the pick. And you, you think we have another uh, Alberto Montesi on our hands, or what? <laughs> no, he's much, much, <laughs> much better than that. Oh, but okay. Acuna, Semyon, and Carroll. I mean, his his stolen bases are set. He doesn't even have to draft another stolen base guy. Yeah. And I don't like his. So his aces, where you got Darvish and Rendon, he got Gossman and Webb. Um, I don't like those picks. I don't like Webb at all. Gossman could be good. A lot of people like him, but he could have had Darvish there. I would have taken Darvish. No, um, I think I, I think. Uh, are you sure? He oh, took... right, right. Yeah, yeah. He was ahead of you, Darvish. Um, which I was I glad who... because at that point, that Darvish is the one I want. I'm like, oh, I hope he's not taken. And then I saw that uh, he took Gaussman, and I'm like, okay, the next two guys, next three guys, already have two pitchers. I don't think they're going to another pitcher. Right. So I'm pretty sure I was safe, and then he he ended up being available to me, so I was pretty happy. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There was some. There was a pause after Logan Webb, starting pitcher wise. I think he could have passed on him. I think he could have took a closer there, had two closers, and just taken an extra pitcher later. Well, he goes Bryceel, who's on the IL. I don't think it's too serious. No, not right now. I, no, isn't a shoulder issue? Which yeah, I guess just a tired shoulder issue, though. But as of now, nothing. Yeah. Then he goes Ahmed Rosario, who I don't think he liked that pick, but he was kind of like you, just needed a short stop. <laughs> Seven rounds earlier. But I think Rosario's fine. I'd I'd be happy. Yeah. No, he's he's very he's uh very serviceable. Yeah. Maybe slightly. Sure. I mean, he's a, I he see Lance, he's a good. 
Yeah. His third pitcher, Lance Lynn, who I like. That's a good SP3. Yeah, I like Lynn. And then I get to his, what I think is his worst pick by far. I might have this as worst pick in the draft. And it's not even that I hate him, but he took Jordan Walker. I think it was early. 138. I'm not even saying it's early. I'm just saying he could have took, he needed power. He could have took Hunter Renfro. He knew I was taking Hunter in that round. He knew it. Yeah. And he was right. I did. But after the draft, he's like, oh, I need, I wish I had more power. It's like, well, you could have taken a 40 home run guy over the Jordan Walker, who, I don't, who nobody knows who, who he is. But if Jordan Walker hits as many home runs as Renfro this year, it'd be a miracle. And no, for sure. He'd be, he'd be on the cover of every magazine. But I don't know. I don't know. He went, I don't know why he went Walker there. Um, he could be on the he could be on the cover of Jordan Walker week. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but that's about it. Um, <laughs> um, then he goes Dustin May, who I'm not a Dustin May fan. He hasn't pitched I, more than 34 I, innings. Yeah, in his that's career. that's what concerns me. The guy is, I think the guy is good, but I don't think he's going to get a ton of innings out of him. So actually. I like Atlanta's hitting, and I don't like his pitching, which is usually the opposite of how I am. Really? I, I like... kind of like a couple of his later picks, but actually I like his next three pitchers. Oh, really? Well, then I like Singer. I, I like. I think Tyler Molly's going to come back a little bit, and I like Trevor Rogers actually. Wow. I, I full-heartedly disagree with you on all three of those. That's crazy. Really? And I'll throw a bonus one. I like Wesneski, too. I do like Wesneski, yeah, for sure. But uh, – I don't like May. Singer's fine. Molly's velo is way down again. Trevor Rogers, same thing. He's getting destroyed in spring training. He is. Rogers, yeah. Oh. They're talking. There was some talk about him not making the team. I'd look it up, but I'm still at the Grand Prix guy. So <laughs> actually, I can look website. it up on my phone. But okay. Um. Baseball Reference has spring training stats. If you if you're interested, but. Maybe those guys will be fine. And Steve's pretty good at picking pitchers, so maybe I'm wrong. But I just don't like those guys. Actually. <laughs> he took uh, – <laughs> he waited on first base, but then he took Josh Bell and Tristan Cassis in 12-13, which I think is fine. Actually, I like his trade man. Oh, so, uh, just three on Tyler Molly. He's at, his velocity actually – ticked up to the 92 to 94 range from the last time he had part. so what date what's the date on that recently uh march 24th so yeah oh okay well yeah maybe that's i know he started off great and i started drafting him everywhere and then he had a couple bad ones so but that's good that he's ticking up again um yeah. thing I, I do like about atlanta he waited on catcher he didn't draft one till the 15th and 20th rounds and he got Danny Jansen and Travis Denard who I like both those guys I think if I was going to wait on catcher and those are the two guys I would want I like I like Jansen but isn't uh, Contreras the Atlanta catcher no it's actually Sean Murphy but um I think Denard will get playing time I don't know I don't know. You, you don't have 500 at bats. I'm, I'm reading up on Trevor Rogers and everything I see, it looks like he's doing awesome this spring. So I'm not sure where you're seeing his. I, I could be, again, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong Rogers, but 
Taylor Rogers, are you thinking of? Or Tyler, but no, I've heard bad things about Trevor Rogers. But, right. And I have him places, so whatever. If he's fine, he's fine. But Steve's second closer is Trevor May, who I wouldn't I wouldn't call a closer. Um, no, I don't. I don't think really nobody knows who's closing in Oakland, do they? I think it's like Danny Jimenez or something. Oh I think, Christ, not him! I think it is. He started out good for me last year, and yeah. then he just he was fine last year. Um, he also he took Duvall late, which I kind of like. He got him in round twenty three. I thought that's crazy, crazy good value. He's in Boston. He could hit a lot of home runs, and the park might even help his batting average a little bit. Maybe. Uh, closer wise, he also got Adovino, who might get some saves in New York. I think it's Robertson, but Adovino might. And I think Scott Mago, Magu, Mago, in yeah. Arizona. I think he's the closer. I think he's going to get the bulk of the saves down there. Well, and then he, should they, they okay. be, then he, should, he should be okay then. They might be a good team too. Um, I like his, his belt pick in the thirtieth. Um, his late like picks to... besides that were pretty boring. I like stores. You do? Okay, some people do. Yeah. After that, yeah, it's pretty blah blah. But so I will say, if if I'm wrong about Steve's pitchers, um, he might have a good team. It's it, but well, we'll 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 really find out when his projections come in. I th- yeah. I think, <laughs> I think the only question with Atlanta is: is he going to finish seventh or is he going to finish eighth? There's there's three <laughs> there's three things I look forward to. It's the draft, it's the first podcast of the year, yeah. and it's Steve's projections. <laughs> if they do good, he, he if they're accurate, they say he says that they're his. If they're if they're wrong, he's like, I just got these off the internet. They're not mine. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> when you call me your projections, that's yeah. when you relay the information that. I don't care where you get the information from. When you really yeah. have that, those are your projections. So exactly, got to live right. a good or bad. All right, we might have to pick up the pace, everybody, or maybe break yeah. this pod into into a couple segments. But yeah, we might have to do that too. But I'm unavailable for the next three days, so oh, that's fine. We please, can wait. Please, what you want in now? Maybe I can pod with Steve. But uh, let's at least do a couple more teams and get right. to some questions and stuff. Let's do two yeah. more teams and then do some do a couple segments. All right. Uh, do you have a team you want to talk about? I'll let you pick the next one. Do we want to talk? Do we want to talk about Baraboo? Oh my god! Ah, Baraboo is always fun to talk about. You know what? Yeah, let's lighten up the mood. Let's get some comedy in here. A comedy break and talk about Baraboo. Um. <laughs> okay. He took Cole and Trout. That's a good fucking start. I'll give him props for that. He didn't drop the ball there. No, not, I mean, it's especially not. Especially the Trout pick. I love the Trout pick. I would have taken yeah. Trout. I might have taken Trout as high as like eight or nine. That's how much I like Mike Trout this year. Really? I mean, uh, yeah. I wouldn't take him over Jordan. I wouldn't take him over Betts. I wouldn't take him over. Uh, well, I mean, you would, would have or I would, wouldn't I would have. have. Yeah, I'd take him over Jordan. I'm really easily. Oh, he is. Man, he know. is your. He is your Alvarez, but better. He's he's the same kind of player, but better. Yeah, maybe. And Jordan's not he's, even. He's not even in games yet. Yeah, I don't so, know. We'll see. I might have. God, I might have taken him over Tucker even. I don't know, man. I think he could hit 50, 130, 130 this year. 
He's not stealing 30 bases. No. Thir- well, I said 130-130 for oh. the ribbies and runs. Um, That's a lot, dude. I know, but he's hitting behind Otani and um, Renfro's behind him, knocking him in. Who else is up there? Uh, Ward is hitting leadoff. I think that I think that lineup is sick, man. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So, so I mean, would you? Did you know he was looking at uh, Cole if he was there? Yeah. Okay. Even even Cole over Burns. Burns is gonna uh, go to eight I, picks later. I think he would have took. If he didn't get Cole in the first round and he was taken beforehand, I think he would have won Burns in the second. Yeah, okay. So he was coming out with a pitcher. Probably. Um, I don't know. Who's the best pitcher? Who would I have taken first? Probably probably Cole. I don't have a problem with Cole there. No, if I'm I, taking, think it's a good, I think it's a good spot for him. Yeah, if I'm taking pitcher in the first round, which I'm not, I would take Cole. But I don't mind the pick. Yeah. But I think after he went Cole and Trout, I was like, uh-oh, is this the year Scotty breaks his 59-league winless streak? <laughs> <laughs> but I was quickly reassured that would not be the case. Um, he goes Al- – I'll just run through a couple and then we can break them down. But he goes Albies. I, I, I don't mind Albies there. Albies is fine. It's I don't, I'm don't. i not an Albies guy, but I understand that a lot of people are. Um, yeah. And then he goes – Bregman, forty fourth overall, the sec the second earliest he got picked in the in the forty leagues I'm in, he jumps up Bregman, and a lump. His next pick, Brian Reynolds, was also the second earliest Brian Reynolds has gone in any of the forty drafts. I don't mind jumping up players. I think getting your guys is important, but when you're jumping up two boring ass guys like that, I think it's a mistake. What do you think? I. Yeah, I don't like either of those picks. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, I'm trying to look here. Uh, trying to think who he could have took besides. I I don't I like Santander better than Reynolds. I like. Easily. Um, I don't understand what Brian Reynolds is good at. He doesn't. He's just okay at everything. Yeah, and he, he's not going to hit 35 home runs. He's not going to steal even 25 bases. He's not going to get a lot of numbers in that lineup. Unless he gets he's traded just... to the Yankees or something, I don't really understand his appeal. And I've had him yeah. before. I've had him do good for me before, and it's like, okay, whatever. I think he's just cons- – I think he's uh... – I think he's cons- I think he's consistent with, like, decent numbers. That's it. You're like, yeah. I don't think he's ever going to, like, break out into the next the next uh, tier player or something like that. But I yeah. think he's just okay. But Scotty likes okay players. <laughs> um, Although I think I he gets back on track after that for a little bit. Well, let's talk about Bregman for one second. He was the end of a tier. The next third baseman that went, I think, was Gunner. Gun- yep, Gunner. Probably twenty-five picks later, and, and that three, was the, three rounds after that. Okay, so three rounds, but and even Gunner, I'm not a big Gunner guy. I think he got he went earlier than than he normally does too. So you could say it could have been. 35 picks after Bregman, but if it's 30, I don't know. I just, I don't see Bregman's upside. He's, he'll hit 20 home runs and, you know, he'll get 85 ribbies and runs, but is that a 40, a 44 overall player? These are, that's when I'm going to look at some other players that went around. I, don't know. I think he, I mean, he, uh, I would have waited on 
on third base, and I would have took another solid Tells him. So I mean, crap. Adolis was there. Schwarber Adolis, was there. Robert Schwarber. Robert. Mullins, Even you know, Eloy. Guys, I mean, might yeah, be a little early for Eloy, but not to mention the pitchers that went that went around there. Uh, um, yeah. I would have rather had Springer or Teoscar Te- Hernandez. I would rather had Corbin Carroll. Yeah. What if you would have picked Dylan Cease there? Yeah. Imagine having Cole and Cease. Yeah. It's fucking 500 Ks right there. Ah, oh, geez. I just don't, I just didn't like that pick. Yeah. So I, I think Gallon's a good pick after that. I like Gallon. Yeah. He's, uh, he's fine, I guess. Nate Lowe was a good I like, pick. I don't mind Nate Lowe. I, well, I like was Nate actually a, a nice upside pick out of Scotty. He normally doesn't do those. I like that. Yeah. In fact, I was, uh, just because I had so much Walker, I was kind of wanting Nate Lowe that round, and he sniped them from me. Yeah. Because it was coming back around, and that's when I would have took Lowe, but he took them, so then I ended up with Walker, which I was totally fine with, too. But um, I don't mind Buxton. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of injury risk there, but his upside is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I like Luis Garcia, too, actually. He got him back on track for a few rounds, and then I, I don't know. Brandon Lowe, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Uh, I mean, he hit 40 home runs two years ago. Right. I had him last year, and he didn't really seem in a hurry to come back after getting injured. So, yeah. And I don't think he had surgery. I think he just rested. So, I don't know if I like that. Mountcastle could be a sneaky good pick. Um, he has two good first basemen. Yeah. What do you think of uh, uh, Joel Ryan, his next pick? Uh, that's fine. I mean, it was his number, number four starter. I think that's decent. I like uh, I like Heaney just as much, actually. And you got him a few rounds later. Yeah. His um, closer situation, who knows in his closer situation, though. He, oh, I know. He went, he went typical Scotty style and just picked a bunch <laughs> of guys that might possibly maybe – Potentially, <laughs> he closed. Um, you could have seventeen uh, guys with shitty ratios that are closing games. Or he went. He waited till the thirteenth round to take a closer. He got David Robertson, which I think is good value. I think it's a good pick. Yeah. Um, the 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 bottom end of the draft, which he was in, kind of got shut out of the good closer run. I think um, St. Charles. No. Who took Class A early? Kansas. And then West took Devin Williams. And then there was a closer run kind of in the sixth round, I want to say, at the top. And yep. pretty much once you took Helsley, all the good closers were gone, except for Felix Bautista. Yeah. So the bottom end kind of got shut out. But he took David Robinson. He got Dylan Floral. Um, Kevin... Daniel Hudson, who might get saves. Kevin Ginkle, for some reason. Yeah, I think he was just, like I said, I think he was just reaching for guys that might possibly, maybe, potentially, That's, someday. Let's guys. dip into the sewer mailbag here for our first mailbag question. Steve from Stoughton asks, could you please rank Scott's eight mid-relievers in order? <laughs> <laughs> so... 
I'm going to say D-Rob is not a mid-reliever. He's a closer. So we'll go Floro, I think, is the clear number one mid-reliever guy. Then we got mid, the Roldis. No, mid-reliever, is this guys that still could potentially close, though? Yeah, we'll, we'll lump those in. They all could okay. get – I mean, theoretically, could all get saved. Right. Know? But I think – so we got Floro, Aroldis Chapman, Daniel Hudson, Kevin Ginkle. <laughs> I just <laughs> laugh even saying that name. He took Kevin Ginkle in round 29. Had to make sure he got him. Right. Um, Tanner Scott and Joe Jimenez, who might – who looks – a little better after the red cell injury. So that's six middle relievers. I'm going to go floral one, two for Hudson, um, three for Joe Jimenez, four for Aroldis, five for Tanner Scott, and six for Kevin Ginkle. Eh, I can buy that, I suppose. Yeah. I don't really have a – I don't – not much sway there. So I just don't understand taking – guys that probably won't get saves who don't have awesome ratios. Like, yeah, if these guys are going to strike out 80 and have a two ERA and a, under one whip, yeah, but Tanner Scott, Aroldis Chapman, and Kevin Kinkle, that's pretty bad, man. It's kind of funny <laughs> you say that. The, uh, a male uh, bag question that came into Ooh. me. Yeah. Nice. It's from Dip into the de- mailbag. It's from Destiny Matters. Postal Service. Yep, what? it's from Destiny Matters in Texas. She Destiny? said, "Wow, yeah, hey Destiny, right?" <laughs> she said, "What is the key to Baraboo's constant failure?" Oh, oh, oh. so well, I, I guess think... I will take this one real quick. Um, and it's really there's really one word behind it all. Uh-oh. I think that can really, and that's conservative. Yeah. I agree. Um, I don't think he he goes for like really high upside people. I think he goes for guys that are proven, but necessarily like they're already at their ceiling. And I think he, I think he panics on, uh, I don't know, like position players sometimes and stuff, and just yeah, I, I don't know. He's not aggressive when it comes to the draft, and sometimes you got to swing for the damn fences, and sometimes you're going to strike out. But then other times you're gonna you're gonna hit a home run and you're gonna be right there in the end. So I don't think he does it, and that's why he's usually in the middle. But like I said, once in a while you'll. I mean, I guess you might hit in some upside guys. Maybe if you're some of his pickups he's made during the years or whatever that might. Yeah, he's had good pickups lately. Yeah. So, but they might supplement his at best okay drafts. And that's what puts him at, I don't know, third place, maybe at the at the best or whatever. But uh, yeah, I 100% co-sign. I think he drafts last year's guys instead of trying to draft this year's guys. Yeah, that's a good way of saying it too. He just looks at the stats from last year and be like, "Oh, this guy had this. I want to draft this guy," and 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 I expect to get that exact same thing again. Yeah, but so yeah, there, takes... I hope. That... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'll say, I hope that answers your question, Destiny. If not, give me a call on the, on the side and we'll talk more about it. Yeah, talk more about Daddy's <laughs> failures. Maybe you could talk about your success with Destiny. I'm surprised she's not more interested in people's success than people's failures. Yeah, well. What do you think Baraboo would say if 
he answered that question directly. Just, would he think he's getting bad luck and just screwed or what? <laughs> well, I I know I know this guy a little more personally than probably most people. Yeah, and I will tell you that he, yeah, he one way or another he's going to say he's getting screwed somehow. So <laughs> that's the story of his life. He's got a couple of legit things that happened to him in his life that I would say he got screwed on him, but. Um, I don't know if fancy baseball is one that he brings them on himself. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So let's, let's talk about one more team and maybe, um, let's see what All else right. we got, but they might be it for the night. Um, yep. let's talk about Mars. I like Mars this year. I, on second look, I like Mars as well. Didn't you say he had the best team last year? I, I I think I liked him last year because I know he like every other year I ripped on him. Yeah, but last well, ripped even a strong him. word. I just didn't like his team. Right. Um, and then last year I did, and he ended up being horrible. Right. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm on his bandwagon again. So I uh, I hope that's I hope that was a one year thing. But um, he's got a lot of upside guys. Let's put it that way. So this is like. Scotty, opposite Scotty. The anti-Scotty. Yeah. Now, the first few rounds, I don't think there's anything. I wouldn't say there's any, like, upside there. I think those guys are pretty much there. Yeah. Um, but I think his middle rounds is where I think he gets a lot of uh, middle, to maybe a little bit later rounds where he's got a lot of upside. So, if those guys hit, like they have That's... the supposedly potential of doing, I think he's going to be pretty good. Let's run down. Let's run down the draft real quick. You got Judge at six, great value. You right. Got Tucker at seven. So that, in my mind, that's huge. As big as a drop off as you can have. Judge to Tucker. Tucker's fine, yeah. but Judge is. Judge had a historic season last year. Let's be honest. And to yeah, get him was, at six. I, after after five, I'm like, oh my god, am I going to get Judge? Right. Like, I thought yeah. for a second I might get him. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. What if he me. went? What if you went pitcher there? Some people do that, you know. That right. Would have been, that would no, have been absolutely what I was hoping for. That's insane. Yeah. I would have I would have I would have stopped the draft and just customized <laughs> out if he did that. Yeah. Um and he like I said, he's I think he's had the worst offense the last two years. So he needs to start thinking offense. And I was a little disappointed, not that they're bad players, but he went Alcantara. Or Which, Alcantara and I, Bieber I, next two picks. I, yeah, I don't like. I don't really love those pitchers. To be quite honest with you, I I don't mind them. Not, I like them. Not where he got them. Okay, let's put it that way. So I for sure would have took yeah. Nola or Woodruff over Alcantara. Actually, really? All right. Yeah. I'm I'm fine with all three of those. Um, he doesn't get and, a lot of K's, and he's on Miami, so his wins are going to be a little bit suspect. His ratios are awesome, but. He just pitches a lot, and I think Miami's a better team this year. I have no problem with that pick there. I don't. I think that's a little early. But... Bieber could have been a little more sexy, but whatever. It's 200 yeah. innings, 200 Ks, good ratios. I don't mind it. He goes I, – I just would have liked for him to go off more offensive heavy, given his history, but it's fine. It's, his, it's fine. And then he goes Mullins in the fourth. That's fine. That's, that's fine. Will Smith. In the fifth, um, second catcher taken, I believe. Yeah, um, I like Will Smith. I if he didn't, if Will Smith and Sal Perez were both available in the sixth when I had him, I probably would have taken Will Smith. 
Um, then he goes Willie Adames in the sixth. I like that. Yep. He goes Gilbert in the seventh. That's fine. I, Nothing yeah, there. I like him. And then he gets um, – he kind of missed out on the stud closers, but he got Clay Holmes and then Felix Bautista. Yep. Two. Who I – Oh, yeah, I I thought Felix was the biggest deal. I almost if I knew I could get Felix Batista in the in the eighth, I wouldn't have taken Romano in the fifth or sixth whenever I took him. That's insane. That's such a good pick. I think it's better than I think he's better than Clay Holmes. I had Batista as like my fourth best closer. Um, and for him to get him there, I think Holmes and Batista, he's probably got the best one-two punch, closer wise. Uh, yeah, probably. Um. So now we're kind of getting into that mid range where you think he's got some high upside plays. Who are those? Who are those players specifically for you that you like? Uh, Josh Young for one of them for sure. Co-sign on that. I, I think he's got some high upside. Uh, I think Newtbar has some high upside. Yeah. Um, maybe Oscar Gonzalez. I don't know. I'm not sure where I stand on him. I agree. I think he kind of gets shit on, but I think he's. I think he could be really good. Uh, I like Joey Manesis a lot. Cosign. Um, Grace Rodriguez. I mean, I I oh. like him. Uh, That's another steal. I can't believe he lasted that long. Yeah, Edward Cabrera. I like. Yeah. Um, Quantrill's fine. Uh, I mean, a Curdy, even a Curdy that late's not bad. Um, is that Brett Beatty going to start for the Mets? I think he'll make the team. It sounds like he's going to make the team. You skipped over one pick I like. He took he took a mid reliever in round twenty one, Giovanni Gallegos. Yeah, who's probably the best cl- reliever that's not going to close, and I think he'll still get 10, 12 saves. I thought about taking him soon because I already have Helsley. So, oh, that would have been a great. I kind of wanted to handcuff yeah. my closer situation. That would have been a great pick for you. I will say Gallegos, he went a little earlier than I thought he would go, which is, yeah. is fine, but yeah, yeah that I, would have I, I think that was the same thing I was thinking too. I'm like, I, I was eyeing him up, but I didn't think he was gonna be quite taken that quickly. Yeah. That's but. a great pick. Um who else? I'm looking at Mervis down here. Hergit, I think, dude, this guy I think Hergit might be the closer in LA to start. So he might have four guys getting saves. But well, that he's got Gratterall, and he might be the closer. Oh yeah, jeez. Oh, he also was the beneficiary of the Reese Hoskins injury. He got Derek Hall on the thirty-first, and he's got Tarang, the Milwaukee oh, yeah. guy, your boy. Um, yeah, I like I like Mars, man. Yeah, so do I. So Mars, if you're listening, I hope that this year is not like last year when I liked your team. <laughs> so we'll see. Like I, I said, a lot of upside. So I mean. I think he does need to get some guys to make sure they hit, though. Uh, if he yeah. doesn't, I think he's just going to be a okay team. But I think he needs some of those middle-round guys to, to reach at least close to what they're t- saying that they're potentially going to hit. So I will say I don't know. Mars has had offensive challenges in the past. I don't know if they're because – I'm sure it's a combination, but – just a bad draft, not emphasizing offense in the draft, or if it's not getting lineups, not filling out your lineups every day. I don't know. Cause I know his bats were really low. So it could be, it could be just the players aren't playing or maybe he's not 
getting his lineups in daily as you know as sure. much as he should. So uh, if he's listening, yeah, you need to shore up that offense. Obviously, he knows what he's doing. Remember, pitching remember it's remember it's a daily league, not a weekly. <laughs> I'm sure he knows that, but um, I think yeah, he's got the bones of a good team here, and. Yeah, like you said, his mid rounds. I think he knocked it out of the park. And and he's and he's got world champion Alejandro Kirk on his team. Yeah, that's that always that's always a plus. I wanted him. He's got two good catchers. Yeah, the more I look at, it, the more I like it. So props to Mars. Um, I think we're gonna wrap that up for now, Rick. Anything else you want to touch on before we head out? Oh, the team. Uh, let's talk about the team name brackets. Um, obviously, it's a rule in sewer that you have to have a location and a nickname, like a, like a pro sports team. Well, I put a little bracket together of what I felt were the thirty-two best names. Rick, did you have uh, representation in that? Absolutely, and I think one of mine got severely upset. I'm not sure how it's possible. I'm- it, There's going to be a full full investigation on this, I think. <laughs> well, you well, let's talk about that team, the Electric City Straight Shooters. Right. So, the, here, so here's here's the problem. Here's the problem with this name. That okay. It's really good, but people don't know the background to some of this, like the straight shooter part. That's true. So there's a little thing in that. It, People probably think that Electric City is not a real city, but in fact, it is. That's the problem so, I had with it. It's not a known city. I will but, say, but that's what okay. makes it cooler if it actually is a city, though. I I agree, but it doesn't have that instant recognition, recognition, recognition. Yeah, but that, um, to me, that's recognition. Boring. What's that? That to me, that's boring. If you go Chicago, blah blah blah, that's boring. Look. I'm not ripping on the name. I think it's a good yeah. name. It just lost. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't say. Well, like I said, there will be an investigation. It lost to the Charlotte's Carrier Pigeons of uh, Tim Richter fame. Um, if nobody knows a straight shooter story, I'll say we used we have a text chain and we talk about a lot of different stuff. And Rick is a self-proclaimed straight shooter, as in he tells the truth all the time. He doesn't. He doesn't care what people say or think. He just shoots it straight, man. That's what he does. Right. And uh, right. me and Steve kind of rip on him, saying anybody who calls himself a straight shooter isn't a straight shooter. But um, right. So yeah, that's the birth of the Electric City Straight Shooters. First round loser. Um, but we don't have to. We don't have to harp on that because you did have a winning team. Uh, in the north, you took on the Maribel Llamas with the Lake Erie Burbots, and the Burbots won. Congratulations. Yeah, I, I mean, I called. I, I had that one in my bracket, too. Yeah. Um, I don't – I think I have them losing in the next round, though. So. Oh, yeah. Well, you did um, because you had – you you took picked 8 seed, the Charlotte Careless Cucumbers, to go all the way. Yeah, I did. <laughs> they lost in the first round to the Appleton Papermakers. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't I, I, that Tough that bracket. warrants an investigation too, I think. But oh, paper makers—they're—they might be the number one overall seed. They're, that's an awesome name. Um, if you want to follow along to the brackets, we got—we get—we're down to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, just go to the league, the league chat and click the link for the Google Sheet. And there's also a little breakdown of the games, the matchups in the uh, forums. So 
fun time. But a lot, of, a lot of cool names in the sewer. I won't run down through them all. Just go check out that link. Um, sewer Maine teams in the brackets still alive are the Bear Boo Brahma Bulls, the Panhandle Poppycocks, and that's it. So two two Sewer Maine teams remain. So we're going to cut this off. Rick, anything else you want to talk about, buddy? Uh, no. I mean, if you have another podcast and I'm a, I'm around, I got a lot of other stuff to talk about. But um, Yeah. Well, we still other, got – Other than that, you can do it with Steve or somebody or have a couple call-ins from a couple other people. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe uh, Tuesday night or maybe Wednesday with uh, you and oh. Steve or something. So. I'll say, I, yeah, I'll Tuesday night. So, all right. Oh, and uh, tomorrow we have the last draft of the sewer season, the first leg of the sewer triple draft. Rick, you will be out of town, and you have chosen a ringer to draft for you. Who is that? Who is that ringer? <sighs> is a <laughs> the player to be named, manager to be named later. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, breaking news! I heard a rumor that it's Scott was Oric. Yikes. Uh. Did you give him any – did you give him, like, a do-not draft list or did you I, just tell him just to do what he does? I gave him a do-draft list. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so uh, – Is Alex Bregman on that list? Uh, he is not. <laughs> um, is Tanner Scott on that list? Yeah, I'm going to – yeah, I'm going to make – I need to make sure that this ain't a typical Scotty draft here. So, uh, yeah. I got to – I'm probably going to talk to him uh, probably tomorrow morning about it. The yeah. draft strategy a little bit in there. What pick do you have in that draft? Do you remember? Uh, thirteen. I think it's the second last pick. Thirteen out of Ooh. fourteen. I think. Okay. Okay. Well, Scotty could just draft the same players he did. Exactly. For his team. Yeah. Right. So we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, buddy. The good. Hey, uh, the good news is it's a triple draft. So if you really draft bad, I only got to suck it up for two months, and yeah. then. <laughs> then I'm gonna have to make some serious things. So I just need him to hold on. I early production players. Yeah, makes sense. But we'll see. Well, all right, Rick. Thanks for joining the pod. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See you later. Bye.